missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Welcome to June. Summer right around the corner. We got summer-like weather this week with a high of 80 today and a high of 89 tomorrow. Air conditioning definitely going back on. Here are some things to look forward to in the month of June. Okay. Try to, again, put a positive spin on things. 2020 graduates getting honored all over the place. We've seen a lot of virtual graduation ceremonies. We've seen some different things happening. We just had a story in Good News with Bad Music about a uh, principal in Dallas who drove 1,500 miles to congratulate personally each and every uh, graduate at his high school. We saw the dad a couple weeks ago that built a stage out in front for his daughter and then had a, uh, some music playing and had people honking horns and all that. But the YouTube virtual graduation special, Dear Class of 2020, happens this Saturday. <laughs> uh, former President Obama, Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, Taylor Swift, and some other big names are taking part. I think, is that the one LeBron's in too? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, that's one thing to look forward to, especially if you've got a graduating senior. I don't know if Henry's mm-hmm. interested, Gene, but uh, I don't either. But I'll talk check to him. Check that out. Uh, PGA golf returns this month. Nice. We, uh, we had a couple. Okay. Of, yeah, we had a couple of golfing events the last few weeks with hey, golfer. Uh, what's that? I said, hey golfer, <laughs> hey golfer. Uh, the first event will be the Charles Schwab Challenge. Starts June 11th. Fifteen of the top 20 players in the world will be at the Charles Schwab Challenge. So with no golf- fans. Yeah, no fans, but uh, golf on TV. Obviously, NASCAR's been back. Uh, MMA, the UFC's been back. Uh, I know that, obviously, the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball are working to get back, but uh, golf will be back uh, this month. Something else to look forward to in the month of June, Shaw, is some big uh, award shows, if you care about that kind of stuff. 2020 ESPY Awards are going to be virtual. I think they're hosted by Russell Wilson and some other people. Uh, June 21st, the 47th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards will air June 26th. If you care about the Emmy Awards <laughs> and uh, the 2020 BET Awards are also this month on June 28th. Some big TV premieres, Queer Eye and 13 Reasons Why return to Netflix this Friday. And then, uh, as we mentioned uh, back in, I don't know, a couple weeks ago before the end of The Last Dance on ESPN, there's some new ESPN 30 for 30 specials <laughs> coming up. Obviously, the Lance Armstrong one just wrapped up this past uh, weekend, but uh, the Bruce Lee one lands June 7th. So this weekend, uh, then the one with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire in their home run chase back in 1998 will air uh, next week on the 14th of June. So a couple of uh, sports specials you can watch on ESPN. Uh, and then, of course, holidays in the month of June. The the two big ones, uh, first day of summer is June 20th, and Father's Day is June 21st. And then the uh, less uh, significant ones, but still important, Shaw, National Cheese Day. That's important. Mm. Is June 4th. I love that. So that's what, uh, Thursday? Thursday. Thursday Thursday is National Cheese Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, The following day, Friday, is National Donut Day. Oh, boy. National Best Friends Day is June 8th, so next Monday. This one is important right now. National Bourbon Day, June 14th. So uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, I think. Uh, National Martini Day, June 19th. And then Selfie Day, National Selfie Day, June 21st. Mm -hmm. So just a few things to look forward to in the month. Circle your calendars. Yeah, I'll, that selfie day, I'm really going to take advantage of that. I'm just going to be right on. But a bourbon day, take advantage of that on June 14th. Cheese so. day, I'm all about that. Cheese day? <laughs> Did you eat a whole brick of cheese? Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> I can't I can't not think about Charlie from sunny in Philadelphia no. when I hear Shaw <laughs> going crazy for some cheese. <laughs> How much cheese did you eat? <laughs> You're so sweaty. I ate a brick of cheese. 
The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning on 95.7 The Rock. Got to go back in time, Shaw. Mm -hmm. For the Monday morning throwback, we do it each and every Monday, just around 7.40. Taking a look back at some of the stuff we've done over the last umpteen years. And uh, today we take a look back to 2016, so not too many years ago. But there was an article on a website that I frequent about a subject that I find fun. Okay. And that would be poop. (laughs) Great. I enjoy talking about it. It makes people uncomfortable. Everybody does it, but no one likes to have serious discussions because it's poop. So we talked about poop, Shaw, back in 2016. Worst place is to poop. <laughs> Your pants. Yeah, that's number one, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff isn't really. It is, yeah. Well, pants. Number one for number two. Be- bed actually is. Bed actually is number pants, one. Pants. Bed. Yeah. Bed pants. Uh, mandatory. Mandatory.com ranked the top worst. Uh, the 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 top worst places to poop, I guess, if you if you will. Uh, okay. He's the right. potty pooper. He's the potty pooper. Number two somewhere. Their number one pick was in bed. Uh, that's never a good. What? Never a good look, honey. Never a good look. <laughs> uh, well, somebody who has some problems maybe had a couple too many last night. Ooh, in the bed, Sean. Yeah. In the bed. But obviously, you wake up to that. That's never a good day. That's, that's good. a day off from work. You're that's calling in sick. Sorry, I can't make it. Poop the bed. Yeah. Can't, can't. Can't. Oh, gosh. Can't get past it. So there you go, Shaw. That's just a small clip from the entire break. We run down the rest of the worst places to poop. If you want to hear that in its entirety, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com and see this week's Monday morning throwback. Worst places to poop. And you got it right out. You knew right away, man. You were... <laughs> Right away. Freaking Albert Einstein in there. You knew right away, Shaw. How'd you know? Uh, Well, uh, you know. Did you read the article before? Seems obvious, doesn't it? No, I was just thinking of, uh, what's his name? The uh, the weatherman uh, in the White House there. Al Roker? Yes, thank you. I pooped my pants. (laughs) Yeah, a little poop came out. A little something extra came out. I pooped my pants. A little something extra came out. I pooped my pants. (laughs) Happens to the best of us. George Brett, you didn't even know. I told you about George Brett. That's right. He pooped his pants. He was mic'd up and didn't know it? Yeah. He pooped his pants, Shaw. It happens. He told us all about it. My dad pooped his pants one time in our camper. It was one of the most horrific things ever. It sounds like it. You ever been in a camper with someone who poops their pants? <laughs> Never. Nope. Yeah, I have. <laughs> okay. Yeah, middle mm-hmm. of the night. What the mm-hmm. hell's going on? You shut up and go back to bed. <laughs> That's scarring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. You'd, you'd, think, you'd think so, huh? You think that might affect someone's mental stability? Just go back to sleep. When they're 44 years old and working in radio, you think that might just come back to haunt them at some point? Uh, just go back to sleep. Yeah. Oh, just fall right back asleep. What's that smell? You shut up. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Once again, the first day of June, Dairy Month. It's- Celebrate with some cheese. Mm-hmm. Especially on Thursday, because it's uh, National Cheese Day on Thursday, Sean. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll bring in some of them cheese curds that I got over the weekend. Nummy. I got some smoked cheese curds, and I also got some uh, pizza-flavored cheese curds. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They're delicious. I bet they are. Hard to stop eating. They're big. They're giant. They're mm. those ones where it's like, 
I'm only having one, even though it's the size of a Twinkie. <laughs> well, they all they got stuck together with other right, ones, and right. so you can't pull them apart. You just got to... Factor bull crap. What do you know about June, Shaw? What do you know? What do you know? Uh, it's, it's becoming one of my favorite months of the year. All right. Here's some things you didn't know about June. Factor bull crap. Number one, June is named after Julius Caesar's youngest son, Junius Caesar. Is that factor bull crap? Uh, that sounds like bull crap to me. Junius was a name used in ancient Rome. Some experts even think June was named after Lucius Junius Brutus, who lived 500 years before Julius Caesar. Whoa. But most experts agree it was named after Juno, the Roman goddess of marriage. Why so many people get freaking married in June, hmm. idiots. <laughs> Factor bull crap, things you didn't know about June edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The two zodiac signs that fall in the month of June oh are... Taurus and Leo. Is that fact or bullcrap? That's bullcrap. That's bullcrap, yeah. I think it's Gemini. If you were born in June, you're either a Gemini or a Cancer. Taurus is April or May, and Leo is July or August. Look at you. Getting a little bit of a a help, even though you didn't need it. Mm -hmm. Fact or bullcrap? Things you didn't know about June edition? June used to be the fourth month of the year, not the sixth. Is that fact or (laughs) bullcrap? Well, that's weird. Um... Uh, let's say fact. Hoo-ah! The months of January and February were eventually added to the Roman calendar, but before that, June was the fourth month of the year. You're three for three, Shaw. Look out. Yeah. On a, on a roll, on a tear, going for 100 here. Fact to bullcrap, things you didn't know about June edition, June bugs are beetles. Is that fact or bullcrap? I just rescued one that was in the pool. <laughs> they certainly look the same to me. I'll say fact. June beetles is another term for Uh them, but it's not one type of bug. It's a term used for around 100 different types Mm. of beetles that show up in various places during late spring and early summer. You're four for four, Shaw. Let's finish strong here. Know your June stuff. Factor bullcrap. Things you didn't know about June edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. There are more summer days in September than in June. Is that fact or bullcrap? More summer days in September. This is just math, Shaw. I know. That's why I'm struggling with it. Um, more in September. Well, they're both around the 20th or the 21st, something like that. I'll say fact. Oh, my gosh. Captain 100%. Summer starts June 20th and September 22nd. So September has 21 summer days. June only has 11. Mm. Look at you go. Nice. You know everything about June. Take, <laughs> I know everything about you. Take the rest of the day off and have some. Yeah, thank you, go sir. Go home and eat some cheese. cheese. Thank you. How much cheese can Shaw eat? I can eat some cheese. I'll tell you that. Oh, is that a... Are no. You, are you, no. <laughs> no, it's oh. not. <laughs> you don't like my reaction to no, it. It's not a contest, Your bravery. It's not a whole block. He's not going to eat a block of cheese. How much cheese does he eat? <laughs> ah, Cannawall, huh? <laughs> What's your spaghetti policy here? You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Least shareable thing you can think of, Shaw. Gum. Gene just said gum, too. I would immediately go with toothbrush. Yeah. The thought of, yeah. even with my wife, who obviously we have intimate moments and <laughs> there's... Still, you want your toothbrush. I just don't want... Yeah. To That's use her toothbrush. toothbrush, and I don't want it in her mind. It would have to be an emergency. It would be, and I'd probably just say, you know what, for a buck nineteen or whatever, I'll toss it out. You, I don't know what's going on with your mouth, even though you're my wife, I love you, but uh, there's something going on in there, and I don't want that in my mouth now. I don't know why, it's just a weird thing, but yeah, toothbrush would mm-hmm. be my number one, Shaw. 
in regards to uh, least shareable things. Uh, a recent survey asked 2,000 people. Now, these are British people, so take that with a grain of salt, I guess. Uh, maybe their mind doesn't work like our mind does, but uh, toothbrush was only number two. Okay. On the list. You want to take a stab at number one? Gum, by the way, did not make the, did uh, not make the list. Did not make the list. Huh. Uh, gosh, I, I, I'm assuming it's something. Underwear. That, underwear is number one. All right. Again, if it's an emergency, maybe, like if we're out in the woods and, hey, I need a pair of underwear. You <laughs> and got you're an extra, camping and you ran I don't out. Know, or whatever. Maybe. But then you just take that home. That's well, not like, I just, don't want it back. Right? Just go commando, right? Have that. Right? You just go commando, right? Yeah, that would be the easy answer. Yeah, you just go no underwear. But uh, underwear, number one on the list of things that are uh, least shareable. Number two, toothbrush. Number three, razors. I don't care about that. I don't care about that either. Yeah, again, very strange. Number four, social media passwords. Oh, yeah. yeah, With anybody. Not sharing that. Right? A little bit of privacy there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number five on the list of least shareable things, bathrooms. Like when someone's showering and you got to poop. I don't know. I got four other people that live in my and house. You got two That's bathrooms, a thing. Right? We have <laughs> that, three that, bathrooms that and two people. So if yeah, I need you're good. You know, yeah, we don't need to. We had one bathroom and five people. Yeah, it, it happens, right? Sean, it sometimes got to use it. I'm not going in the sink again. All right. <laughs> I'm not going out in the backyard again, nope. Dad. I'm going right. in the toilet. Uh, number six on the list of the least shareable things you can think of, according to a recent survey of British people, uh, pajamas. Mm. I don't need pajamas that badly, do I? Your phone password? Again, no passwords. Which, by the way, is interesting because at number eight, your bank account information. So your social media passwords and your phone passwords (laughs) are more important than your bank account information. (laughs) Nope. So, yeah, the the ability to get into your Instagram account is more important than the ability to get into your bank account, Shaw. And they're not saying these are necessarily like, you know, we're thinking in terms of married people because we're all obviously Mm -hmm. in long term committed relationships here. But, you know, stuff shared. But this is but maybe just with a random person that, you know, or number nine towels. I will say I don't want to have anything to do with my wife's towels. She's got towels in her bathroom. I have no idea what's going on in there. There's several of them. I don't, they have different, and I'm just, I'll just go use my towels. Again, there's five of us. It happens. I mean, I don't have towels that I wash and then I put back in my bath. I mean, we have a, you know. We have separate towels. But we don't have separate towels in regard, like, if we shared a bathroom like we did at our old house, she would have her towel on the back of the door and I'd have my towel. I wouldn't take her towel. If I did, then I'd just put it in the laundry right after. Uh, number 10, T-shirts. Uh, there's a bunch more, but... Uh, what? Yeah. That's, I don't okay. Know. But uh, toothbrush, number two after underwear, Shaw. Number one, don't share your underwear. No. Gum, though, that. definitely. Uh, obviously, you think of... Already been chewed? Chewed is that gum, yeah, as opposed to like, hey, you want to well, stick a know, gum? I'd share one from a pack, but I'm not taking that out of my mouth. If you had a, the last piece of gum and your wife said, if you love me, Shaw, mm-hmm. you will give me that gum, you wouldn't give it to her? The last piece of the pack? No, like if you had already had it in your mouth, like, oh, man, I really wanted that. I had my sights set on I'd that I'd say, what's thing. the matter with you? No. No? I'd have her temperature taken, maybe. <laughs> well, aren't you doing that every day anyway? <laughs> my mom had a weird thing when I was growing up where she wouldn't eat she wouldn't eat food off my plate. And I don't know why I remember that or why it stuck out, but, like, not that it happened very often, but it, occasionally, like, if my dad didn't eat everything on his plate, my mom would eat you know, some of his or whatever, mm-hmm. but she would never eat anything off of my plate. Like, cause huh. I, I never ate all my food or whatever, but something strange there. I never knew why. 
I don't know if maybe like she thought I was just some kind of disease carrier or something. <laughs> like, something's wrong with that boy. You I know? Just, like, it's better if I she just knew you better away. than anybody. Yeah, true, true. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. So, good news? Party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time. Eddie Murphy, when he tried to have have a singing career. career. (laughs) It didn't pan out too well for him, but he did have a hit single with this. Eddie Murphy, party all the time. Good news of bad music. I got the song updated. I apologize again for not being ready yesterday. I don't know what happened. But here we go. Good news with bad music. This is pretty cool. They have the patient sedated, but some of those involuntary reflexes are still there. So when they cough, that aerosolizes the virus and puts everyone in the room at risk. This box is to help protect everyone in the room and thereby protect the surrounding environment. So it's a shield for the doctors and nurses doing the procedure as it helps keep their N95 mask cleaner. It's like I'm helping my parents, my parents' friends, and all those like mothers and fathers out there that are like in the line of fire and then still having to come back to uh, their children at the end of the day. That is a young engineering student at Georgia Tech named Kentez Craig, and both of his parents are paramedics, and apparently when he was a kid, they were on a family vacation, and at some point they happened upon an accident, and uh, he remembers vividly stopping and his dad getting out and administering uh, aid to the people mm-hmm. that were injured in that car crash, and that sort of uh, was the impetus for him going to school and uh, trying to become an engineering student, and now... Uh, he's helping to provide thousands of face masks to hospitals all around the country. Kentez Craig from uh, Georgia Tech and his team has built 200 intubation boxes that protect doctors and nurses while they put people on ventilators. Wow. As you heard there, he tried to describe it in layman's uh, terms. Yeah, you know that you know that I'm so, too smart for you, right? But uh, he's uh, doing what he can and a pretty cool move there. There's a couple of teenagers in Maryland who started shopping for their grandparents during the pandemic which is great enough as it is, but they've now turned it into a nationwide volunteer effort called Teens Helping Seniors, and they have 14 chapters right now around the country where uh, teens go out, they buy groceries and bring them to seniors, I old people. I love that. Who might have trouble getting out of their house. Oh, my mom would so love that. Plus, cool you get to that? talk to, I mean, they, when they drop Through your groceries door, off, like you that, can yeah. talk to them. Yeah. Also, a school in New Mexico had to cancel its year-end trip because of the outbreak, obviously. So they took the $2,800 that it would have cost and donated supplies to the Navajo Nation, which has been hit hard by the coronavirus. So that was pretty cool. There's also uh, apparently um, a grocery thing in Minneapolis. We talked about this yesterday. You know, it started with one of our, our former parents here at Sanford who said, Hey, listen, let's work to get kids who live in this area some support. And so an email went out, it went viral, and it got put on social media. And I'm actually going to steal my buddy here, Rob Williams. We called him in a panic and said, can you help us? You guys do food, and we do middle school. And so he's here with his crew. <laughs> you do food, and we do middle school. <laughs> well, you do middle school. Uh, I was talking about this yesterday, and my friend Molly had shared with me a bunch of pictures of this and how awe-inspiring it was. There's a middle school in Minneapolis struggling to make sure students got enough to eat during the pandemic. And they're just doing that before any of this stuff happened. 
Grocery stores obviously looted during the protest, so they put out a request hoping to get 85 meal kits donated. Dude, this was so great. And thousands of people answered the call. By Sunday morning, the entire front lawn of the school was covered with bags of foods. If, if you haven't seen the pictures, it is amazing. Absolutely incredible uh, happening up there in Minneapolis. For all the bad that's happening, there is some good that's happening up there. And one more good news or bad news story. Tobias, how do you feel now that you finished it? Magnificent. I can't believe I've completed a month and it's just awesome. Have you enjoyed doing this challenge over the last 60 to 70 days? Absolutely. Every bit of it has been totally awesome. I love it for my neighbours and cheer for me. Such a good feeling. Is that the little boy with that cerebral is. palsy? Oh, my gosh. What have you done Ugh. today? You know, I saw that story and I said, what the hell am I doing with my life? This nine-year-old kid, Tobias Weller, is uh, a British kid with cerebral palsy and autism, inspired by Sir Captain Tom Moore and walking Ugh. for charity, wanted to just do a little walk, ended up doing an entire marathon. The length of a marathon, 26.2 miles, 70 days. It took him to walk this, and he raised over $100,000 so far. Tobias Weller, uh, an amazing kid from from England. Unbelievable. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Like money? Uh, enough, I guess. Yeah. You like beer? I do like beer. You like hiking? I like beer. I like beer. I just still drink it. I drank it a lot, and I still drink it. <laughs> I like beer. it. <laughs> but uh, you like hiking as well, Shaw? I do, very much. Then uh, there's a brewery in, uh, I think, Virginia that has the uh, solution to all your problems. Do you love beer? Do you love hiking? Are you on social media? If you answered yes to the above questions, then you might be the perfect fit for our chief hiking officer position next summer. Benefits include daily exercise, fresh air, and, of course, tasty beer. Send us a one-minute video application why we should hire you to be our chief hiking officer. Good so luck. this is a brewery called Devil's Backbone out of Virginia, and they're looking to pay somebody 20 grand to hike the Appalachian from Maine to Georgia. Oh, my God. My husband would be all I know people over have done this. That, yeah. it takes five to seven months, depending on how quickly uh, you get after it. Obviously, this year, many of the stops along the way are closed because of the coronavirus, oh, sure. so they're going to put this off till next year. But uh, they're looking for a chief hiking officer. Ah, I like that title. Yeah, I wrote good an, on the resume. wrote an article on this. <laughs> uh, you can check it out on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But uh, if you're in the mood to go for a 2,200-mile hike, Shaw, mm-hmm. uh, then they've got the job for you. 20 grand along with the gear. They'll give you the appropriate gear you need to get uh, where you're going. And they'll set up some parties along the way. Oh, cool. So when you stop, they'll have like a little yeah, sponsored they're thing. they're waiting and, for you. Yeah, you don't have to carry their beer with you in a cooler and, you know, lug I it all the way. I have to carry my, you know, my backpack and my yeah, I think it's a legit, tent. That's all I mean. I think it's a legit hiking uh, excursion. Okay. I don't think it's like... Walk no, it's a, real. It's, I don't, I don't think a, it's walk a mile and then you get to stay in a posh no, hotel. No, no, no. You're, <laughs> you're putting in 30, 40 miles a day probably. But uh, you can go to our website, 957therock.com, the morning sickness page, if you want to find out more about that. But uh, hike the Appalachian Trail. Remain to Georgia, get paid for it. Twenty grand from Devil's Backbone, a brewery again out of Virginia, looking to pay somebody twenty grand to be their chief hiking officer. Wonder if the opportunity expands into the next year. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're gonna hike this trail mm-hmm. or go over the Rockies. Well, you are the chief, so right. you can make you that make, call. You make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at their website, by the way, Devil's Backbone Brewing, and they've got a Vienna Lager, a Gold Leaf Lager, Bright Pineapple, a sparkling ale. Ugh. 
Bright tangerine, a tangerine sparkling ale. Everybody's got tangerine I now, know, don't they? That's a thing. I know, I know. Hibiscus hard lemonade. They've got uh, hazy IPA. Uh, Loved by the sun, which is a peach mango beer. Oktoberfest lager. There you go, 5.9. Mm-hmm. They've got a Baltic porter called Danzig. There you go. That's right. <laughs> it's an 8%er, Shaw. That's nice. right in my wheelhouse. Heavy duty. They've got an IPA, a juicy IPA called Always Open. Tropical Latitude, which is a sour fruit ale and Indian uh, India Pale Ale. They also have a, a Kiwi blend. And, yeah, so they've got a whole bunch of beers. they got a Prestige series as well with a wine barrel aged glitter bomb. I'm out. Glitter bombs? No, not your thing. It's a tart beer with uh, Muscat grape juice. Ugh. That sounds terrible. No, thanks. Give me that porter, though. That Danzig. I'll drink that all day. And then I'll call Gene and say I'm not coming into work on Friday. <laughs> they should be walking the Appalachian Trail. No, I don't know about that. I'll I be just, just, I'll be at home wishing I hadn't drank all those damn 8% beers all damn day. That's that's the thing. They were 11 percenters, by the way, so I, I was bang for my buck, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Happens. I'd say. Well, I spent the day in the sun, and I was drinking beers and doing shots of Fireball, which oof, I never do. Oof, and oof, next thing you know, oof, the 11 oof. percenters happen. And yeah. yeah. Forget, forget. That's a done thing. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday here on the morning sickness brought to you by the Flipside Pub and Grill. Okay, let's party. What are we doing? We're grilling. Okay. Grilling, grilling, grilling. I got that new uh, grill. It's built into the the bar that we got behind our house, and I've been uh, figuring it out. Right? It's uh, different. It's it's a it's a gas grill, but it's natural gas as opposed to propane. Um, but uh, just you know, the last several months I've been working on you know doing different things with the grill, and uh, here are some tips. Not necessarily mine, but some tips uh, for grilling. Okay. Indirect or direct? You know the difference, right? Yes. If food takes less than 20 minutes to cook, use direct heat. If it takes longer, use indirect heat. One of the best tips for grilling chicken, especially to ensure juicy results, smaller pieces like breasts and thighs are best grilled directly, while whole chicken should be grilled indirectly. If you don't I, have, I love kebabs. Yeah. Chicken kebabs. I've been doing those a lot lately. Speaking of kebabs, a real quick tip on kebabs. Yep. Make sure that you mash your uh, ingredients as close as possible on the kebab. Okay. Keeps things juicier longer. Got it. Especially if you got meat wedged in between yeah, peppers vegetables. and mushrooms and stuff. If you don't have a grill brush, what do you do? If you want to clean off your grill grates, what do you do? Oh, I've seen hacks, but what is it? Take a big piece of aluminum foil, yeah, ball it up until it it's that's about the size of an uh, of a of an orange or a tangerine, use and uh, use your tongs, and then uh, should be able to scrape off most of the the crusty bits. This one is not necessarily a uh, groundbreaking tip but uh if you're making burgers Mm -hmm. right you pat them down you make them flat all of a sudden you've got a big bump in the middle still right how do you how do you get rid of that well you press down in the middle of the burger before you put it on the grill with your thumb or with a spoon and flatten that out and then as it expands while it grills then you've got a more level burger as opposed to some sort of big giant honking ball uh obviously one of the most important things when it comes to grilling is letting your meat rest yes yep give it time to rest be juicy. Resting process allows the juices to redistribute themselves throughout the meat. That's the same thing with don't cut your meat to check the temperature. If you've got to, get a grill thermometer. You can use the hand method if you want to press down on the different parts of your hand to try to figure out 
uh, the tenderness of the steak that you're cooking or the or the meat that you got on the grill, but uh, don't cut through that meat or else you're going to lose all that juiciness. Well, and bring those steaks to room temp. You know, like let them warm up for about an hour outside of the refrigerator yep. before yep. you put them on the grill. Yep, obviously uh, with room se- temperature, but not from directly from the fridge either. A lot of seasoning stuff out there. There's certainly plenty of rubs and different sauces and stuff. Me, I'm just if I'm going steaks on the grill, I'm just doing a little bit of salt and pepper on top and on bottom, and then I'm good. Uh, and uh, last but not least, the beer method. Do you know what the beer method is? Well, like a, up a chicken's butt? Or? No, no, we're not talking beer butt chicken. We're talking about the beer method. How to cook steaks perfectly by using beer. You just put the can in the grill to keep nope. moisture in there? No. Nope. Then I guess I don't know. No, we're drinking beer, man. What the hell are you doing? Wasting beer, putting it on the grill. Okay. It takes two beers to grill a two-inch steak. Beer number one is for side one. When you finish the first beer, flip the steak. Open <laughs> beer number two. <laughs> nice. When you finish the second beer, the steak should be medium um, if you want it a little bit more rare. rare to rare. Yeah. Uh, drink quickly for medium rare, slowly for well done. I don't know why you'd want a well done, but if you don't drink beer, try it with a beverage of your choice. But huh. again, uh, maybe, a, you know, depending on the temperature of the grill and where you've got it on the heat, uh, drink a beer, flip, drink another beer. Should be good to go. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock, brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. 30 bucks this week, Shaw. How you feeling? I feel okay, like it's a Wednesday. All right. 7840957 is the number for the five-star telecom rock line. Who this? Mark, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, I am. All right, Mark. 30 bucks of my morning show money up for grabs. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I think he's going to know it. You think he's going to know it. All right. Usually that's not a good guess. I understand. <laughs> Mark does know how this game is played, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to go out on a limb, though. But he thinks you're going to know it. And I'll be honest, I have a feeling you might know this one. Oh, really? This is... Uh, this is uh, this yeah, you should get this one. Okay, it's it's short, highly recognizable. Oh boy! Ready, Shaw? I think so. Listen closely. Okay, but I get to be on top. Catch all that? Uh, I think so. Want to hear it again? Yes, please. Told you it was short. Okay, but I get to be on top. You want to hear it one more time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get that voice there, but okay, go okay. ahead. Okay, but I get to be on top. All right, I played it for you three times. You should know yeah, this one. I probably should, but it's not ringing a bell. Yeah, me too. What? Uh, well, I'm just based on, I don't recognize the voices. What? There's only one voice, Or the, the voice, sorry. There's only one. You don't recognize that voice? I don't. Boy, might be one I of I need those, to turn my headphones up or might something. Might be one of the most famous voices in America. Really? Yeah, for real. Wow. I, wow, I really thought you were going to score on this one. I, I'd be shocked. Well, can I guess? I mean, well, don't. No. I mean, of course <laughs> you can. I'm just based on the context of that comment. Um, the first movie that comes to mind is Step Brothers. Ooh. 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 Tom Hanks. 32 years ago. The Piano in the FAO Schwartz store. Oh. Robert Loja. Big. Zoltar. The Machine was unplugged. The movie was big. I can't believe it. 40 bucks next week, Shaw. I really, I thought this was a home run. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Remember, he's like, goes home with the girl, and then uh, she's like, I don't yep, know if I, I want to spend now, the night yeah. with you. And he's like, okay, but I get to be on top. Right, he meant the bunk. Little did she know that he had bunk beds. Mm-hmm. I see where your head is at, though, with the bunk, bunk beds. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, more room beds. for activities. Mm-hmm. 
Boy, oh boy. Sorry, Mark. I really thought you were going to win. Not that I'm happy you uh, yeah. didn't win, but I just, I really thought that you were going to win. That's shocking. I whiffed. Big time. Yeah. There's not, uh, there's a ton of great quotes from that movie. And I chose that one because I thought it would be the most obvious. Oh, trying to help me out. If I was to, what would you quote from the movie Big if you were to drop one? Oh, you want me to come up with a movie quote off the top of my head. Yeah, that's that's your wheelhouse, not mine. I just thought maybe give you the opportunity to, you know, clue me in as to how your brain works. I, You know, I remember the movie, obviously. I'm not sure I can give you any quotes from it. but All right, well. What's so special about Baskins? <laughs> Speaking of Baskins, did you hear oh Tiger gosh. King? Yeah. So two things, two new pieces of news with the freaking Tiger King, and I did not want to talk about this thing at, at I all. Know, I just bring so, it up. So, remember when Tiger King was the wildest thing going on in the world? Yeah. Dude, how long ago was that? That was like a month ago, and now look where we're at. She, she bought his so zoo? I don't think she bought it. She, she got it. She inherited it. She inherited it. So she got his zoo, the Oklahoma one, right? I think a lot of people think this all happened in Florida because it's so crazy, but it was actually, I think, in Oklahoma. And apparently, Shaw, I don't know if you saw, but the for- there was a w- the will got forged. Did you? No, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, so her the will of her ex husband uh, oh, yeah, yeah. that she supposedly killed. They talked about that. Apparently, uh, they have officially said that it got forged, but it's past the statute of limitations, get so out. they can't get her. The only update was the fact that they called in some experts to say that the, yep. the will was a forgery, and I had already told them, you know, that, what, you know, two months ago. Wait, the will is a forgery? Oh, yeah, no, they had two experts deem it 100% a forgery. <laughs> that is a- Why is that not surprising? <laughs> so she did kill him, apparently, and she forged his will so she could get all his money. And it worked. Yeah, but uh, there you go, Shaw. Some news on the Tiger King. Well, thanks for keeping us updated on that. We got a couple of text messages on the Five Star Telecom Rock Line. Do you want to guess what they're about? Uh, probably my poor performance on the <laughs> <laughs> movie quotes. <laughs> At least you're accurate on yeah. that. Eric says all capital letters. Big. Yes. Yeah. He's probably screaming you know at that his now. Screaming at his radio and his vehicle. Uh, and Travis texted in. A little, a little, a little bit better uh, worded. Shaw is so disappointing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Mary about that. Oh, ouch. Oh, ouch. oh, damn. Gene from the rafters. Yeah. What's going on? Nothing but net. Wow, man. It's dunk on Shaw day. <laughs> I got that, posterized. Not that it's that hard when you're only 5'2". I mean. Ooh, they keep coming. Boy, oh, boy, Shaw. He's 5'6". You're 5'6"? I think so. Really? That's what 5-6 looks like. <laughs> Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Let's be real. Good morning. Morning. It's crazy right now. This sucks. But it's not all bad news. Check out some of the good news. Good to go. With bad music. Makes me feel good. Only on 95.7. The Rock. So, good news? My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Eddie Murphy's One Hit Wonder, My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. That's your bad music with your good news today. Okay. Get a new song on Monday. I'll remember this week. <laughs> I get you. 16-year-old kid, Stefan Perez, helped lead a peaceful protest in Detroit then dropped to his knees with a megaphone and pleaded with people to comply with the 8 p.m. curfew. 
and then got himself a phone call from the mayor of Detroit to thank him. Stefan, I, I was watching the video and I saw your leadership. I have tears in my eyes. You are everything that's special about the city of Detroit. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate the fact I ain't going to lie. We had some police officers walk with us in uniform who stand united with us today. And, and I'm glad that you do, too. Like I said, I just want to make sure everybody get home safe. I'm not going to lie to you now. We are going to hold more marches and protests, but it's going. I'm going to make sure that we are safe, that we end up safe, that I get people home. It's their country, too. It's their future. 16-year-old well Stefan Perez in Detroit. Pretty cool move there. Mm-hmm. Good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock, a nonprofit clothing store in Oklahoma City. Got looted and burned. Now people have donated over $60,000 on GoFundMe to help rebuild a nonprofit clothing store in Oklahoma City mm. that was burned and looted. Teenager in Philadelphia. I saw the pictures yesterday. This is such a cool move. I love this. Uh, a teenager in Philadelphia named Khalil Gardner has been walking around town with his portable basketball hoop to different spots around the city to break the tension and bring people together by playing hoops. So he's got one of those, you know, hoops you see at the end of an alleyway, you know, with the base and you put the water or sand in there and he's got wheels on this thing and he just rolls it around town, sets up shop and then starts playing hoops with people all around Philly. Teenager in Philadelphia cool. named Khalil Gardner. Pretty cool move. Nice. Good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Olivia did a brave act. She stopped a mob of looters that was about to come in. The officers haven't even been able to stop them, but she single-handedly stopped them from going inside of this jewelry store. After they left, a young woman came who I did not know and parked with her bicycle in front of the door and stayed two hours. While all of this commotion, she sat, she stood here. And literally, I think they left it alone because she was standing in front of the door. She was really the hero. A woman in Santa Monica, California, saw looters breaking into a jewelry store. So she stood in front of the door for two hours to keep people away. And it worked. And as you heard there, one of the people said the officers weren't stopping people, but she was able to. Also, there was a homeless guy in the uh, city of Austin who apparently lost everything. Like, you don't have uh, enough like problems when you're yeah, homeless. Right. A new mattress, a pair of mattress. They brought me food. They brought me clothes, money. You can testify to that. Thank you, Austin. I love you, Austin. You're the best. And I got no no hard feelings at all. It's a bad place at a bad time. Violent protesters and uh, rioters and looters in Austin trashed this homeless guy's stuff, burned his mattress. So they got an air mattress uh, a and a bunch of, of new stuff. A bunch of other people showed up. New tent, new mattress, food, clothes, cash, and helped this guy out. And uh, hopefully he can maybe use that as a jumping board to get his life back on track. Good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Obviously, graduation difficult for many people. You've gone through it now with mm-hmm. two kids. We've got that thing on Saturday, right? The grads uh, video on YouTube, I believe. Well, uh, there's some kids who uh, go to a very famous high school who got a very famous... Ah, somebody do something cool? Couple, yeah, very... Well, two somebodies. Hi, I'm Alex Winter. Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. Huh. And together we are... Wild Stallions. And we know it's a tough time right now and that you're having to do this virtual graduation. Uh, we want to wish you the best of luck moving forward. Yeah, congratulations to the graduating class of 2020. Well done. San Dimas High School football does roll. Rules! <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, we wanted to tell you to be excellent to each other. 
party on. The third Bill and Ted movie is supposed to come out in August. Uh, apparently, uh, it's still on the on the schedule. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I think it'll get pushed back. But the first trailer, uh, only a couple of weeks away. And while we're waiting for that, we got Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter to do something for San Dimas High School near L.A. Uh, 45 second clip buried 18 minutes into a video uh, congratulating all the seniors. They've mixed in some Bill and Ted references, obviously. Yeah, and you can go to, to each other. Yeah, go to uh, YouTube, search for San Dimas High School graduation of the class of 2020 and uh, skip to the 18 and a half minute mark and you'll see Bill and Ted. So there you go. Some good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Be excellent to each other. You're listening to the best of The Morning Sickness. More, more, more. If you're a big fan of The Scorpions. I was. I mean, I still appreciate them, but I was like really a fan of The Scorpions when I was growing up. Then you should recognize this song. So what's up? Why The Scorps? Because we're talking about the zoo. Zoos in some it. parts of the country are starting to reopen Shaw, providing people with a little bit of socially distant entertainment. Go check out the animals, see what they've been up to. They're saying that a lot of animals in uh, they miss us, lockdown right? quarantine miss us and have been busy making babies. Ah, good for them. Well, they don't have any intrusion of their privacy mm-hmm. anymore, Shaw, so they're able to have get it. it on. Top signs are at a bad zoo. <laughs> Not all zoos are good, Shaw. That's true. Here's some signs you're at a bad zoo. None of the pandas know kung fu. (laughs) (laughs) How good are they then? I mean, seriously. I came here to see some kung fu pandas. Where are they? They got them in the back somewhere? What's the deal? Top signs you're at a bad zoo. Half of the cages contain protesters that were just busted. Actually, those should be uh, looters and rioters that were just busted. Uh, There's a section reserved for women who want to feed their husbands to Carol Baskin's tigers. (laughs) I knew there's have to be. Hello there, kale cats and kittens. A tiger king reference there somewhere. Uh, Never going to get past that thing, am I? Top signs are at a bad zoo here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The sign in front of the zoo says zoo slash taxidermy. Might be a way to make some extra money. There you go. Right? You got a couple extra cash. Uh, the worker telling you there are no more alligators is wearing a pair of new alligator boots. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't know. Top signs are at a bad zoo here on the morning sickness on 95 7 The Rock. How many years has it been since the one at Myra closed? Oh, gosh. Like 20? 15? No, uh, not that close. I don't know. I bet it's been 15. 15 I think it was still yeah. open, the, like, the first year I moved here. And I, it wasn't, like, a lot of animals. It was mostly just mm-hmm. the monkeys, I think, right? The right. little... I know uh, that the peacock scared the hell out of Henry. When he was little. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did the peacocks hate the peacocks? Remember when the peacocks got out? Yeah. They were just roaming around town? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Top signs are at a bad zoo here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. It's just a boomer in a van with 14 lizards. <laughs> hey, kids, you want to come see my lizard collection? really a zoo. <laughs> we have some people in our neighborhood who must have a big uh, lizard, and they take them out in the front yard every once in a while, and I'll ride by on the motorcycle, and I'll just kind of catch this lizard this giant like a komodo dragon thing no or? it's not that big it's uh i don't know i'd say it's maybe a foot and a half two feet long but uh interesting to see it just kind of wandering around the front yard uh top signs right a bad zoo few more shaw here on the morning sickness 95 7 the rock the monkeys fling poo at you but not as much as Ew. the employees do then the ones here uh, they would they would touch themselves wasn't that the deal people got you know, the monkeys yeah oh yeah the, and the onions right it was raw onions mm. made them horny or something like that yeah, i think so <laughs> I didn't even live here that long, and I just Scrady feeding me on. They got uh, touched their penises at the monkey <laughs> thing. Gross. Yeah. 
Uh, top signs are at a bad zoo. You can't see the rhinos until Ted Nugent's done shooting at them. <laughs> He's got a got him in his sights. And uh, top signs are at a bad zoo. Last one, the kangaroo doesn't even box anybody. Just, what? Yeah, come on, it's a bummer. That guy, remember the video of the kangaroo and the guy with his dog, and the guy had to fight the kangaroo to get his dog back. You ever yes, seen that? Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. It was great. They literally dude, got into a boxing match. That dude literally had to fight a kangaroo to yeah. get his dog back. He, like, he tagged that kangaroo, too. Oh, he did. He got him. I think one good wallop in the nose, you know what I mean, and, mm-hmm. and might teach him a lesson like, hey, I might have to rethink this. I tell you, though, they get on that tail and they kick you with the... With oh, the, yeah. Oh, man. They knock you right down. Oof. Oh, thanks. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. I'm going to try and stay away from my screen after I get done this morning. Does this Shaw. figure make you sick a little bit? Yeah, and I've sort of noticed this about myself. I mean, I'm already on, the, you know, the computer and the phone and the TV and everything else, you know, all the time anyways, but uh, more so for sleep purposes than the fact that I care about how many hours it is. Shaw, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. You know, obviously they, they what is it, your circadian rhythm Rhythms, or something yeah. like that. The blue light em- emitted by mm-hmm. your cell phone, by your tablet, uh, can affect your, your sleep rhythms and uh, throw off your, your ability to fall asleep. Uh, obviously, we have a TV in the bedroom, but, you know, the TV will be on, the phone will be out. You know, you'll be watching a movie on Netflix and then you're just, you know, crushing candy or checking Facebook or whatever you're doing. But uh, there's a new study out that says that before the coronavirus, before the pandemic, the lockdown, all that stuff, the average person used to spend a total of, go ahead and guess, how many hours a day? How many hours a day in front of a screen? In front of a screen. Doesn't matter what kind. Doesn't it can be TV, tablet, okay. could be, you know, screen, just a screen. Uh, eight hours. Nope. Keep guessing. Keep guessing. Uh, 10 hours. Nope. What? 12 hours? Nope. Come on. 14 nope. hours? When do people sleep? 16 hours. Nope. Okay, well, you're, I don't know. I'm out of guesses. <laughs> According to a new study, the average person used to spend a total of 17 hours and nine minutes a day looking at a screen. Whether it's computer, cell phone, tablet, laptop, whatever, television. Since the quarantine began, that is now up to 19 hours oh and six gosh. minutes a day. All but five hours of our day were that total is of a screen? larger than the number of hours you're awake because of times when you use two screens at once, by the way. Oh. So they're doubling up that number. Okay. Like me right now. Perfect example. I'm in the studio. I've got two computer screens to my left of me, which control the radio station. I've got one right in front of me, which is my laptop. I've got my cell phone right here mm-hmm. uh, next to my laptop where I'm crushing some. I'm crushing the hell out of some candy right now. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I've got another... Computer screen uh, in front of me where I've got uh, our, our text messages from the five-star telecom rock line and uh, the ability to, to do some editing. But uh, the new study says the average person used to spend only 17 hours and nine minutes a day, and now it's up to 19 hours and wow. six minutes a day. I don't spend that much. No, I don't either. Thankfully. But uh, obviously, looking at it, uh, you say, wow, when do I get sleep? Well, right. uh, it's hard you're to. You're not getting a lot when you're doing that. The full, the full try- breakdown, by the way, according to this survey, if you're talking about uh, devices in particular... Five hours and 10 minutes a day on a laptop. Five hours and nine minutes a day on television. Nope. Five hours and two minutes a day on the phone. 
which usually runs congruent with the television, <laughs> as I mentioned. And then three hours and 45 minutes on a gaming device. So if you're playing Nintendo or something like that or PS4 Crushing or whatever. Uh, survey also found that 60% of people have argued with their significant other about screen time. And three and four feel hypocritical for trying to limit their kids' screen time. Because, I was just going to yeah. say, I mean, tell those me rules about, are off now, aren't they? I was just going to yeah. you said 60% fight with their spouse about it. I was like, is that 100% the fight with their kids about it? <laughs> yeah. So there's that, Shaw. I've been trying to limit social media. You know, like I, I acknowledge I'm looking at it and then it's like, okay, wait a minute. It's beautiful outside. What am I doing? Right. You know? Yeah, obviously, uh, when you're out uh, in the backyard, you know, and you're you're working on things or landscape or whatever, I mean, you might be more want to put the phone down as opposed to just looking at it while you're out there. <laughs> that defeats the purpose. Why not be inside with the air conditioning where it's comfortable, right? 19 hours a day, mm, Shaw. That's quite I, told, I told you you would skew it uh, yeah. to the low Yeah, I side. had no clue it would be that large. That's a lot. But I thought about it this morning, you know, and I wrote an article. You can read it on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. I get up at 3 a.m. My alarm goes off of my phone. I look at my phone right away uh, to see if I've got any important text messages or anything mm-hmm. important news-wise that I might have missed real quick before I jump in the shower for a minute or two. And then uh, I'm on my phone and on my laptop the entire time I'm here at the radio station for seven hours in the morning. And then I'll jump back on in the afternoon to do some work at home on my laptop. And, you know, the phone's always around. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I'm definitely. It can be easy to fall into that pattern. Yeah. But again, I'm trying to control my at like bedtime phone time because uh, I've noticed that obviously sleep wise, it's, it's yeah. yeah. We can get uh, some exercise, some outdoor activity, put that phone down for a half hour, 45 minutes before bed. Get a little bit better sleep, yep. hopefully. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. National Moonshine Day and National Donut Day, Shaw. Okay. Donut Day started back in the uh, 1930s to honor Amer- uh, Salvation Army workers. I remember we found that out like a couple of years ago, and I had I didn't realize that was its history. Yeah, it came to the aid of uh, soldiers during mm-hmm. World War One, and you can obviously find out more. I wrote an article on this, by the way. It's on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's also on our Facebook page. But free donuts all around the country, uh, mostly uh, national chains, obviously. Um, Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts, those kind of places, giving away free donuts on National Donut Day. I shared a link uh, to where you can find out more information uh, about where you can get free donuts on National Donut Day. But what's your favorite kind of donut, Shaw? You have any? You have carte blanche, any, yeah. anything you want, even what? something that may not exist. Even <laughs> something that may not exist. Cherry donut from Door County. Yeah, they used to have some donuts at Mr. D's that were super good. I can't remember what they were called, but there was a cinnamon element to them and a glaze and some sunflower seeds on top. Those are really good. I tell you what, if there was ever a business that could shine a light on how great lacrosse can be and uh, and in coming back, that would be it. Because I hear so many people <laughs> talking about Mr. D's. Yep. I, I When I first moved here in 03... They were still around for a while, and I just, for whatever reason, never got over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I regret it, you obviously, out, yeah. because uh, everybody that I know that's a local here talks about Mr. D's and the donuts there. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, Shaw, so you don't have a just a Mr. D donut? Yeah, I like a blueberry donut. I like a... Well, you're in luck. Blueberry's in the top ten. Nice. Is it really? Yeah, kind of strange. Yeah, that cherry donut that I had from this little stand up in Door County was just Delicious. amazing. And those um, those cider ones I get in the fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cider too, yeah. But it might be because they're limited time, right? You only get them right. for... So it's like they're dear well, and you're your getting heart, them usually you know? from like an apple orchard, right? You're yes, getting them at a place right. where they're at. You so know, it's happy, right? Yeah. But if I was just a... It would be... Um, Chocolate with uh, cream filling, not custard, but cream like mm. a Bismarck. Okay. You want to take? You want to take a guess at what our America's number one is? Long John. No. 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 Um. Not powdered sugar. No, but it's in the top ten. But think, think. Less. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm More trying. obvious. I mean, it's it's just just glazed. Yeah, just a glazed. <laughs> yeah, plain old. Well, you just think of the. Uh, I mean, on everywhere you go, you can get a 12, simple and the, get a twelve pack, pack of donuts. Of those, right. You know what I mean? Uh, glazed donuts are numero uno in terms of America's favorites. Uh, and these are just based on sales, uh, not necessarily on a survey. But uh, Boston Cream at number two. Really? Yeah. Huh. I do like a Boston Cream. I wouldn't say that I opt for one every mm-hmm. time, but sometimes I'll get a hankering uh, for a Boston Cream. Chocolate Frosted. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Jelly, the classic, at number four. Number five, Chocolate Cake Donut. Number six, maple. Uh, I'm more of a fan of the maple bacon long john from Blados. A strip of bacon on there. Oh yeah, you can't go wrong there. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I again maple donuts don't really appeal. But if you got a strip of bacon on it, then I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Shaw, your favorite blueberry uh, is on the list at number six. Nice. Uh, or excuse me, number seven, bear claw. Number eight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. Number nine is a powdered sugar donut. Yeah. So just a you know regular old. Get your mouth all pasty. Yeah, you get all that, you know, it's sort of like Cheetos. You get all that powdered mm-hmm. sugar everywhere, right? It's all over your mouth, it's all over your desk. Bags of hostess your, ones there. <laughs> yeah, those little ones, and you just... I'm weird with those things, and I think I've described this to you, so what I do is I, I put the whole donut in my mouth, and then I suck on it, sort of like a lifesaver, until I get all the powdered sugar off of it, <laughs> and then I chew the remains. It's not... How do you get, a, like, the whole thing? Well, the little ones. The, the little, little the donuts. Little, okay, the donut, yeah, yeah, they call the, them donuts right, or whatever. Right. Donut holes. Yeah, they're not holes. They're donuts. They're little, like tiny, tiny mini donuts. Right. So like those Tom Thumb. Covered in powdered sugar. And- <sighs> At the end of it, you just take the bag and dump it into your mouth to get the rest I of the I like the insides a little. Don't okay. uh, don't judge. Don't you <laughs> just, dare judge I'm just me. curious. Don't know. And uh, number 10 on the list of our uh, America's Favorite Donuts uh, flavoring uh, is Pink Frosted. Pink? Yeah. I could see yeah. Frosted or just being a choice. But pink, with very the- specific yeah, with the color there. Me, my personal favorite uh, donut is a uh, apple and spice donut from Dunk's. Uh, it's like a jelly donut. It's got an apple pie filling mm. inside of the donut. And it's got like a cinnamon sugar uh, coating on the donut. So it's like a jelly donut, but with apple and spice filling. Uh, and it's delicious. Especially when it's fresh. That's the that's yeah, fresh the most good. important thing with donuts. A cup of hot coffee, you're good to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Shaw. I also like uh, sour cream donuts. Have you ever had those? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, man. They got a like a hard glaze, and then you bite into them, and especially again if they're fresh, and they got that soft and and warm, oh, just delicious. Let's see what Fatty McGee wants. Doc's texting us. I'm sure he's got some kind of friggin' donut he wants to talk about. Hold on one sec here. What does Dingus say? Hey, stop now. He's lemon, gonna have a racing report later. Lemon filled Danish. That's not a donut, you Dingus. Yes, it is. A Danish yes, it is, is a donut. It's a separate pastry. It's no. not even a, a Danish. Bear Claw makes the list. Come yes, on. Danish come on. is not a donut. Yes. You can stretch the yes. No, yes, you no. can. What, are we going to put pies in there now, too? <laughs> my husband's What's is, my favorite kind of donut? A pie? <laughs> my husband's is an apple fritter. Is that right. a donut? Well, yeah, because you get it at a donut shop. You don't get a <laughs> yes, lemon-filled Danish yes, at the donut do. shop. Get out of here. It's not a donut. Go figure. <laughs> Dingus doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs>
Hashtag Doc, Mr. Dry, drive Mr. safe. Mr. Fister. Idiot. Stop being mean to Doc. Jeez. Yeah, what what, what the hell? Money? Somebody needs a donut. Gosh. You mean Diker's bitch? <laughs> what it? Those two tagging each other in all sorts of silly posts all over Facebook. <laughs> Why don't you guys just kiss already? Good <laughs> Lord. Dingus is back, says, it's in the donut case. Yep. It doesn't matter. So are croissants. They're pastries. It's a whole different... A muffin is not a donut. It's in the It's in the case as well. A um, lemon-filled Danish is a pastry. It's not a donut. Uh, yeah. It's not. If I said, go get a dozen donuts, are you putting a lemon-filled da- Danish in there? No. I might. No, you wouldn't. You just say yeah, that because you're on Doc's side. You're no, liar. No, I wouldn't because I like Danishes too. Yeah, then that's not a donut though. I say, If I said, go get me some Danishes, then you would get a lemon-filled uh, Danish. I'd put a couple Danishes in the box of a dozen. I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. No, you're only doing that because you're taking Doc's side. That that's is fine. absolutely that's not true. You guys want to kiss too and get it over with? That's fine. I'd love to. <laughs> Except for COVID, Doc, so forget it. (laughs) I can't even shake your hand or give you a hug. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.